The Marvelous Land of Oz by L. Frank Baum Read by Liza Ross In the country of the Gillikins, which is at the north of the land of Oz, lived a youth called Tip. This boy remembered nothing of his parents, for he had been brought, when quite young, to be reared by the old woman known as Mombi, whose reputation was none of the best. For the Gillikin people had reason to suspect her of indulging in magical arts, and therefore hesitated to associate with her. Tip was made to carry wood from the forest that the old woman might boil her pot. He also worked in the cornfields, fed the pigs, and milked the four-horned cow. The boy frankly disliked Mombi and sometimes showed less respect for the old woman than he should have done, considering she was his guardian. There were pumpkins in Mombi's cornfields, lying golden red among the rows of green stalks and these had been carefully tended, that the four-horned cow might eat of them in the wintertime. But one day, as Tip was carrying the pumpkins to the stable, he took a notion to make a jack-lantern and try to give the old woman a fright with it. So he selected a fine big pumpkin and began carving it. With the point of his knife, he made two round eyes, a three-cornered nose, and a mouth shaped like a new moon. The face, when completed, wore a smile so big and broad that Tip laughed as he looked admiringly at his work. The boy decided to manufacture the form of a man who would wear this pumpkin head and to stand it in a place where old Mombi would meet it face to face. And then, said Tip to himself with a laugh, She'll squeal louder than the brown pig does when I pull her tail and shiver with fright. He had plenty of time to accomplish this task, for Mombi had gone to the village, and it was a journey of at least two days. So he took his axe to the forest and selected some stout straight saplings. From these he would make the arms, legs, and feet of his man. For the body, he stripped a sheet of thick bark from around a big tree, and with much labor, fashioned it into a cylinder, pinning the edges together with wooden pegs. Then he carefully jointed the limbs and fastened them to the body. By this time, it had begun to grow dark, and Tip remembered he must milk the cow and feed the pigs, so he picked up his wooden man and carried it back to the house with him. Next morning, when he looked at his work again, Tip saw he had forgotten to give the dummy a neck, by means of which he might fasten the pumpkin head to the body. So he went again to the forest and chopped from a tree several pieces of wood. When he returned, he made a cross piece, which he fastened to the upper end of the body, making a hole through the center to hold the neck upright. Then Tip attached the pumpkin head and found that it fitted very well. The head could be turned to one side or the other, and the hinges of the arms and legs allowed him to place the dummy in any position he desired. Now that, declared Tip proudly, is really a very fine man, and it ought to frighten several screeches out of old Mombi. 
but it would be much more lifelike if it were properly dressed. So Tip boldly ransacked the great chest in which Mombi kept all her keepsakes, and at the very bottom he discovered some purple trousers, a red shirt, and a pink vest, which was dotted with white spots. These he carried away to his man and dressed the creature in a jaunty fashion. Some knit stockings belonging to Mombi and a much-worn pair of his own shoes completed the man's apparel, and Tip was so delighted that he danced up and down. I must give him a name, he cried. I will name the fellow Jack Pumpkinhead. <laughs>